Welcome to Cozy Content Corner. I am your host, Sarah Weiss of On Brand by Sarah. And if you like realistic conversation about social media, video marketing, personal branding, and everything in between, you have landed in the right place, my friend. We do not hold any ish back over here. Now let's get into the episode. Hello, my Cozy Content Corner family. Welcome back or welcome. If this is the first time you're listening, I'm so freaking happy you're here. Today, we are back at it. We are 100% back at it. I took a three week break off of social media and it was very much needed. And during that break, I was lurking on the TikTok streets like I do because I, I like consuming TikTok just for leisure. But of course, I can never turn my analytical brain off and my TikTok strategist brain off. And I compiled a list of all of the things that I see on TikTok that are working, all of the things that I loved seeing and consuming uh, on the consumer side. And I am bringing that list to you today to help you with creating TikTok content for your business. Now, I have to say that three-week break was much needed. During this break, if you didn't listen to my last episode, I was going through mental health stuff. I was going through physical health stuff, and I just needed to take care of myself first and foremost pour the heck into my paying clients and members second and then rest. That is all I have the capacity for and that is okay. So now I'm back and I want to talk to you about things that I've seen really working on TikTok because TikTok is ever-changing as is social media, but TikTok is really the place where things originate. And it's really interesting to see how things come about, how they evolve, how they change, how they morph, what is getting traction, what is getting pushed out the most. It's very interesting to see. And so as a consumer only for the last three weeks, I have come across some things that I want to bring to you that you can incorporate into your own business. So the first thing is, as a consumer, I needed it to be clear as fuck what the next action was that the creator or business owner wanted me to take. I was just kind of mindlessly scrolling. So I needed somebody to have a clear action. Did they want me to comment? Did they want me to ask a question? Did they want me to click on their TikTok shop link? Did they want me to go to their link in bio? What did they want me to do? How were they saying link in bio? It's so interesting. I heard some creator say, go to the thing in the thing or go to my profile or tap my picture because we know we can't say link in bio on TikTok. TikTok blocks it. It doesn't like it. There's so many speculations as to why we do not have time to get into it today, but it was just so interesting to hear how different creators were saying it. So make it super clear what the next action is that you want people to take. Even if you're like, well, that sounds really scripted and not organic. It's like, 
honey boo boo, if you want somebody to take an action before they leave your video, a lot of the time people are just mindlessly scrolling and you need to tell them. You need to extend your hand and say, hey, this is what I want you to do next or this is how to take a next step. Make it easy as fucking pie for somebody to do so. <laughs> okay. The next thing is be approachable and relatable. So there's a very fine line between coming at people with tough love and just being an asshole. There is, I feel like, this trend in the social media space, especially with coaches and mentors and people that are in the helping profession, where it's almost like you're screaming at people or you're preaching at people or you're making pe people feel like shit. There's a fine line between tough love, which which I am a big fan of making content with tough love, um, because I don't think that we should sugarcoat things for people because I always want my content to get people results. And we're not going to do that by buttering people up and sugarcoating things. But there's a difference between approaching things with tough love and just taking a shit on your audience. So we want to make sure that we are coming at our, our content and our messaging from a place of service, from a place of love, from a place of approachability. People are not going to apply to work with you. They're not going to want to comment on their video on your videos. They're not going to want to do any of that if they feel like you're just going to ream them and rip them apart if they do so. So be very careful about that fine line. And this is something that I really help my clients with. I was just talking to one of my clients the other day about this. There's a fine line between tough love and taking a shit on your audience. So just be cognizant of that. Be approachable, be relatable, and make it easy and make it a no-brainer for people to like get into the DMs with you or or take a next step to working with you. Nobody wants to work with somebody that is a bitch or an asshole. The next thing is keywords are everything and not just in your hashtags. So I use TikTok like Google. I use TikTok in place of YouTube now. If I want to search for something, if I want to hear someone's opinion on something, if I want to see a tutorial on something, I go straight to TikTok because I know I'm not going to have to watch a 20 minute video on YouTube waiting for someone to finally get to the point. I'm not going to have to sort through articles and blogs on Google. I'm just going to get a quick and easy explanation or tutorial right on TikTok. And most of the time, I'm not searching through hashtags. I'm just typing in a phrase or a sentence. And TikTok is picking it up through the keywords that people use in their captions, the words that they're saying in their closed captions, and their text on screen. So I want you to be very cognizant of making sure to use your text on screen, your TikTok covers, your written captions. Hashtags are great, but TikTok is really prioritizing keywords in all of those other places. And if you don't know where to put all of those keywords um, down, Download my free TikTok profile optimizer. I'll link it in the show notes um, and it'll show you all of the places to incorporate those keywords so people can actually find you when they're searching for things that you do or you help with. All right. The next thing is involve your audience. I 
heavily disagree with this trend in like the online space, especially the coaching space where it's like, stop pulling your audience about your offers. Stop pulling your audience about what they want to see next because it's making you seem incompetent and it's making um you seem like you're not in control and you don't know what you're doing. My God, fuck that. That is a crock of bullshit. You know why? Sometimes you want to put out a piece of content. You think it's the best thing since sliced bread, but your audience wants to see something totally different and you have no idea until you extend a question, a poll, some kind of interaction and ask them them and involve them. If you're not involving your audience, that is a huge red flag. It's also a big mistake from a strategy standpoint. You almost want your audience to co-create with you, co-create your content, co-create your offers, because then you know you're spending your time and your effort and your energy creating something that your audience needs and that your audience wants to see. So I... I I really disagree with that sentiment that you shouldn't involve your audience and you shouldn't ask your audience uh, for their opinions or ask them what they want to see. I think that that is a crock of BS. Again, do what you want to do. Take what you like and leave the rest. But I'm never going to be above asking my people what they need because that's why I'm here. That's why I'm able to do what I do because I so heavily involve my audience and I make sure that I'm really tailoring things for my clients and for my audience. All right. Thank you for coming to my TED talk on that. I get very, I get very heated on certain things and and that's one of them. I'm like, oh my God, no matter what level of business are you are at, you are never above involving your audience. Like that is what the best brands do is that they ask their audience for feedback. They ask their audience what they want, what they want to see next. I, I mean, the best brands do that. So I don't know why you would throw that in the trash just to seem like you know what you're talking about and you're above everybody else. I don't know. Fuck that. The next thing that is really working on TikTok that is really, really captivating to watch is the journey, not just the finished product. I feel like the finished product a lot of the time is meant for Instagram. TikTok is like about the journey. And like, this is such a weird example, but this is always the example I think of in my head. And it makes the most sense. Like when I explain it to my clients and the members in my membership, is like, okay, I want you to think of a painter, somebody that comes in and paints interiors of houses. On their Instagram, they might have like a quick time lapse and then they might have like the finished product or they might have a bunch of pictures of the finished product. It almost looks like a portfolio. But on TikTok, I want to see like the consultation that you're having with your clients, you going to Lowe's and picking out the paint colors, you mixing the paint colors, you um, showing me the technique that you use to tape off certain areas of the house so that you get the cleanest lines. Like that's the difference between showing the finished product and showing the journey. And TikTok is so much about the journey. So as much as you can show that, do it. People like to see that everything is not perfect. That's not relatable because you know what? People that are going to come to you don't have a finished uh, finished perfect product yet. 
people that come to you are not going to relate to perfection. They're going to relate to the journey. And again, like you want to be approachable. You want to show that like, hey, I am, I'm a very successful business owner. I can help you with what you need help with, but I don't always have my shit together. Sometimes it takes a lot of trial and error. Like you want to show your audience that side of things too, because it makes them see themselves in you, which in turn makes you approachable, relatable, and makes them come to you. All right. The last thing that I've been seeing, and this is overwhelmingly everywhere. And I would be very surprised if you are a consumer on TikTok and you're not seeing this too. But TikTok is 100% using videos and pushing out videos that have a TikTok shop link in them. And if you don't know what TikTok shop is, it's where you can uh, click on a link right on the video and check out uh, it has to be a physical product, but you could check out right on the TikTok app. You don't have to leave the app. Now, you don't have to sell your own physical product. You can be an affiliate for the for these products. And it's almost like if you've ever seen somebody have an Amazon storefront, it looks exactly like an Amazon storefront for TikTok. So for example, the beach waver, that curling iron that spins automatically, you can be doing a video about giving like tips or a story time about your business while you're curling your hair and put the beach waver link in your TikTok video. And I guarantee you that video will get pushed out more because you included the TikTok shop link in it. This also allows you to make affiliate income, meaning that when people purchase through your TikTok shop link, you make actual money. You make a percentage of that sale, which is amazing. Again, it's a very similar idea to an Amazon storefront uh, page, but it's right through TikTok. So I'm seeing TikTok push that out a ton. And that was my list from these few weeks that I took off of social media. It was so refreshing and the beautiful thing about TikTok, which I touched on a little bit in the last episode, is that it consistently pushes out your old content even when you're not on there posting new content every day. Because one, I'm getting videos pushed out because there's really good keywords in there and people are searching for, for those keywords and my videos are populating. And then because TikTok is a slow push platform, some of my videos are getting pushed out to the For You page for the first time to some people. And I'm getting likes, saves, shares, follows, even though I'm not actively posting. Now, I don't recommend that you take a huge break like this often. I took it because I needed to do that for my mental and physical health. But it just goes to show that the content that you put out on TikTok rides a long time. It has a long lifespan and you get a lot of bang for your buck. The energy that you put into your TikTok videos is going to last you months, if not years. I have a video that is over, actually two videos now that are over a year old that I get traction on every single day. I posted it a year ago. Every single day I get new followers, likes, shares, and saves from it. Like, Instagram could never. It's another push for business owners using TikTok. I'm all about sustainability. I'm all for things that that really get us uh, a high return. And uh, TikTok just does that for us. So if this was helpful, 
please do make sure to give this show a rate and review. It means everything. It helps other people see that this is a really helpful podcast for marketing and social media and business and all the things. I love you guys so much. Thank you for sticking with me through the highs, the lows, all the in-betweens, and I will see you on the next one. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Cozy Content Corner. If you liked it, please be sure to give the show a follow and leave us a rate and review. If anything resonated with you from this episode, please come over to TikTok or Instagram and tell me about it. Until next time, my friend. 